Bivco Galactic presents the 459 with your host, Greg Allen Spivak. 459, 459, 459, 9999. Nine. <laughs> Jazz hands. Um, hello. Not much going on. Uh, I'm trying to get into the uh, back into everyday podcasting because I think it'll help my mental. Not much going on though. Uh, things are starting to reopen. It's March twenty second, twenty twenty one. I'm here in Northridge, California. I am not procrastinating today, and I am getting shit done. TCB baby. I am TCBing. For the layman, that means I am taking care of business. Uh, Things are opening back up in Northridge. I don't know if you can relate. So I'm looking at the coffee bean with people walking in and out. I think the Supercuts might be open. The T-Mobile, who cares if it's open? The All-American... Uh, tax shelter barbecue is looks like it's open. It's run by what I believe to be Russian mafia. There's never anyone in there at all, but it looks like the perfect American barbecue place. It's got all like the flags of the NFL teams up. It's got multiple televisions. Uh, it's got specials for the try the pork sandwich. You like pork sandwich, American. You know, that's what it's called. It's called the the you like pork sandwich. Yes, American. Enjoy. And it's run by like two guys, and they 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 are clearly Russian mafia. And there's never, ever anyone in there. Never. I've never seen a lunch rush. I've never seen a dinner rush. Nothing. But the good news is. They're open. Oh, look, now FedEx Ground is, is coming right up to their door. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know what that means. FedEx Ground. All-American Tax Shelter. The LA Fitness is, appears to be open, which is my main concern. The parking lot is starting to fill up again because of that. Um, I think people will get sick and die. I, it's, not, it's too soon. It's too soon for people to be doing this shit. We are at, I think they said 100 million doses uh, nationwide, which sounds high. It would put us at a third, but I don't think that's correct. Um, uh, I forget the percentage. I think we're at 11% inoculated. Not nearly enough, in my opinion. It's also a pretty good excuse for me to continue being as lazy as I've been, which I really like. I gotta admit, I like the lazy. I like it. I don't like doing shit. So I'm all for this shelter-in-place, stay-at-home shit. I believe the Outback Steakhouse is open. Patio Dining now open. I'll alert the media. Um, 
Yep, people are walking into the T-Mobile. Oh, joy. You can come experience all the joys of walking into a T-Mobile. It's always fun. It's always it's always a fun thing walking into a T-Mobile where uh, the 25-year-olds who run the place who don't want to be there um, can offer absolutely no comfort advice or or purchase whatsoever. They, they nothing. They, they're horrible people. I want to buy a new phone. Well, yay for you. You know that's. What are my options? Well, you can go and you can fuck yourself. One or the other, or both. Or a T-Mobile. T-Mobile, proud sponsor of the 459 podcast. Um, Billy Joe Shaver quote was quoted as saying once, he shot he shot a guy in 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 Waco. Right between the mother and the fucker. <laughs> That's what he said. That's what he said. It's in a bar with his soon-to-be-divorced wife. Some guy was coming at him, so he shot him with a right in between the mother and the fucker. I kind of feel that way about a lot of people sometimes. Although I don't, I don't walk into honky tonks and bars and ah, looking for trouble. You know, I don't do any of that shit. I stay away from public gatherings, even without COVID. I just, I, I just don't like being there. I used to, but I, I don't like being. I don't. I don't like being in bars. Uh, it's hard for me to be in comedy clubs if I'm, you know, there to schmooze or just hang out. I can't do it. It's just something about the noise levels and the people makes me nervous. And I just I can handle it for a brief period, but I don't. I don't. I, I don't like being there. I'm not comfortable. I don't like alcohol very much. I don't like loud music that I don't have control over. I don't like being around other people. I don't like being around sloppy drunk people. I used to run open mics and work in bars and stuff. And there was always at least one guy who was sloppy drunk. And man, that was just... It was just awful. You're seeing the worst side of a person if they're sloppy drunk. You know what I mean? Even if it's someone you care about, just like, ugh. This is gross. And I'm sure I was that guy for a long time. I'm gross. Guy just walked out of his black car. He's got lots of arm tattoos and big arms. But his stomach looks weird and he has no ass. So it looks kind of frumpy. He looks fat, but with giant arms. And tattoos and a bald head because he's going bald. And he's, he's... his pants are like down by his ankles. I mean, they're really saggy. He's not pulling this look off. I'm not impressed. And uh, his girl, he let his girlfriend out of that. Uh, it was nice of him. And, and they're headed to the gym, and they're both heavily tattooed, which is whatever. Boy, they just seem miserable. Ugh. I bet you he does a bunch of curls. With the bicep curls, I bet you just. All right, I'll, I'm heading for the curl machine, baby. I'll see you later. You know. But you, you've got twenty pounds of pizza weight to lose. You know, Jesus. 
I did three miles at the track. I ran two miles. I walked one. A little bit of push-up sit-ups. No big deal. I sweated in the car a little bit. It was nice. Got my sauna. Ran into Tommy. Tommy's a fixture of the park. He's also a guy I met when I worked at a crunch gym. He used to work at the Pizza Hut. He would hang out at the Starbucks. He's not functionally retarded. Um, our th- working theory about him is that he drops dropped somewhere between 100 and 200 hits of acid probably when he was like in his preteen years. I think he may have been a victim of trauma as well. I think he may have been beaten as a child. But he's really he's a strange, strange kid. He's all right. He just scares the shit out of people. He was there. He was talking about how some guy in the sauna tried to grab his balls. It's pretty typical Tommy talk. Um, what else? There seems to be new comedy shows creeping up. There was one, I forget, it was like something grass, Laughs on the Grass. I think it's a Rachel Cuthbert production. And it's her as host. And it's got uh, well-known comedians in it. So it's like headliners. It's got uh, Taylor Tomlinson, uh, Eric Griffiths, someone else. I don't know. A couple things I noticed about it. Um, You know, headliners are headliners. And these are people who can do shows in front of thousands of people. And they're doing these shows now because they don't have any choice. They have to, they have to do these sort of uh, backyard shows and park shows because there's no venues open. And that's fine. It's nice to see that that cross pollination. Um, I'm not sure if Rachel is uh, qualified to. I guess she's qualified to host. I'm not sure if she's good enough to, uh, to perform alongside them because she's not a nationwide headliner and they have a tendency to stick together but then again how do you, you know you got to get those chances right otherwise you don't have those shots how do you get those shots right i have my opinions of her i'm not sure if i should put those on record yet um she's always been nice to me but um i don't know i i've I'm nervous around her a little bit. Nervous around people like that. Um, those characters are kind of reminiscent of uh, people that I try to write about in my stories. And they they seem very conflicted to me because they're they're of the people and they're trying to just put shows together as regular comics, but they're also they themselves are trying to climb the comedy ladder and those two things can run into conflict with each other so it makes me a little nervous to be around people like that um anyways not sure what else I can say on that right now Not a, I, I've watched. I've tried to watch Taylor Tomlinson. I, I I don't get it. She's way too young to be talking about 
how bitter or confused she was. I, I saw something on her where she was... She's young, but she was talking about dating, but she was talking about what she'd be what she will be like in the in her forties or something, and she really had the head for you know someone a comic who's in their forties it was very it was strange it was almost like she was acting like a comic who was in their forties it was it's kind of weird I was like but you're not you're you're a girl in her mid twenties who's for some reason has been allowed to succeed beyond anyone's wildest dreams there are a shit ton of comics just like you who are probably as good if not better yet you got in you're the lucky one so in that group I tried watch I couldn't I couldn't get I couldn't last five minutes I was like I, I don't get it I just didn't get it seems like a nice girl seems like she's smart she'll be there she's certainly talented you know there's a lot of girls like that who are extremely fucking talented or maybe they're just really smart you know what I mean and and then inertia takes over they're so smart we just kind of get bowled over by how smart they are so we figure what they're saying is funny so we laugh maybe I don't know I just remember thinking as I was watching her I'm like she is working way too hard for that laugh and I am trying to work way too hard to try and laugh you know and everything she's saying was really informed and woke and smart and and all that but I was just like I'm just tuned out it's just I, I mean it's not a question of being relatable I think it was a question of she was really making a point to show how smart she was a lot of girl comics are like that I think boy comics of that age are are trying to convince us how um, empowered they are or bitter or uh, cynical or perhaps how uh, enlightened or wise they might be And and then and then it gets in the way. It just gets in the way of the funny. I don't I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to name names, but there are climbers in this world. I'll put it that way. And you never know how they really feel about you. They never know you never know what where you stand with them, and don't be surprised if they all of a sudden just stop talking to you <laughs> you know that would be my thought on that, so everyone's trying to move ahead, everyone's trying to get up there, get an agent, get on on the road attach themselves to uh, prom- comedians of prominence I am no different, I would love it that would be amazing, it's never happened but you never know I, I think uh, I think that's a, a dark art to be able to master um, you see a lot of comics 
attaching themselves to other comics of note to get in and they're just not qualified they're just not ready not savvy enough or they're not seasoned enough as a comic but it doesn't matter they get the slots and they're in they'll figure it out as they go I guess see a lot of that so I mean with COVID ending I think we're going to see a lot of scramble in terms of shows coming up with famous people cross-pollinating with not famous people and then slowly but surely those threads are going to untwine and people will go back to their respective corners and people will stop talking to people that they're talking to I think that's what's going to happen um yeah so we'll see we'll see what happens Abby has a Wednesday night bringer show I'm going because I want to sort of fact check it alongside what I wrote about <laughs> not that anyone is I'm, I'm not writing about anyone in this show or anything it's just it's a bringer show and I'm writing a fictional story about a bringer show and I tried to base it on as many true occurrences as possible but I could be wrong Uh, so that'll be interesting alright I think that's it you enjoy I don't have any songs of the day leave me alone